This hour of Spears and Ali on ESPN Tucson is brought to you by Tucson Federal Credit Union and the Volpe team at Nova Home Loans. Now back to Spears and Ali on 1490 AM, 94.9 HD Channel 4 ESPN Tucson. Thank goodness. Thank you, goodness. <laughs> no more acapella. We got music, baby. <laughs> Spears and Ali here on ESPN Tucson, 1490 AM, 94.9 HD, Channel 4. And we're also streaming on ESPNTucson.com, the ESPN Tucson mobile app. And you can find the Spears and Ali podcast located wherever you listen to podcasts. Justin Spears, and it's officially Spears and Ali because we got Ali Farhang in the house. Oh, what's up, buddy? Did you guys go acapella yesterday? Yeah, we, we had no music yesterday. So Spears went acapella, like Yella from NWA. Mm-hmm. He doesn't smoke weed or zest because it tends to give a brother brain damage, and brain damage on, on the, the mic, mic don't manage, manage. nothing to yep. making a sucker and you equal. Express don't it. be another sequel, Justin. Express yourself. Express yourself. <laughs> 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 so wow. yeah, yeah, we we didn't have a so our hot board worked. Our we could we could play sound and audio from our hot board, but sound for music and audio clips of inter- interviews and press conferences we could not play. So normally, I mean, a, a big element to Spears and Ali is the music that we play during the live show. Um, our podcast listeners, yeah, we, you don't get the 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 cool the cool music that uh, the live listeners get because, well, who, copyright issues. Copyright issues. Yeah, yeah. those darn lawyers. Yeah, um, and the law, lawyers. the law. Seriously. Yeah, protecting but, the work of others. Yeah. Huh, what is this? But yeah, during our live <laughs> show we're in China. It was uh, <laughs> it was it was really interesting yesterday because it, no bumper music and our our stock intro it just it gets right to it. So it, if you don't have any bumper music, man, you gotta dive right into it. And well, it was that, like, that, all right, we're back, Spears and Ali. That little so bumper that we play in our podcast of Charles Barkley saying how much he likes us, yeah, also pretty good. <laughs> I'm not stupid enough to compare myself to Ali. I like that Spears kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Justin Spears. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, Charles Barkley absolutely roasted Salt Lake City during NBA All-Star Weekend. And uh, we now that we have the ability to play audio, we're going to play that later this hour. But, uh, Ali, I'm very excited about our guest list today because uh, coming up in about 20 minutes, we're going to talk to Josh Rosen. The quarterback? Not the NFL quarterback. <laughs> Former NFL quarterback, UCLA and, Bruin. Yeah. And not former quarterback uh, or former UCLA Bruin. This guy is an impressionist. He is very uh, famous, or he's certainly trending on Twitter, uh, because he does a really good Skip Bayless impression. Um, he also does Chris Broussard well. Uh, Nick Wright also does a really good Jim Nance and a Mad Dog. So really good uh, at impersonating sports pundits and very... Notable ones. I wonder. Like, does he do us? I, <laughs> you guys know what I always say, right? Yeah. What? Was it? Wasn't? Um, it's not about the X's and O's. It's about the Jimmies and the Joes. Yeah. Never salt your soup before you taste it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Ollie isms. Oh man. Um, yeah. Where's my spoon? Yeah. yeah well. Exactly. <laughs> See, I mean, uh, I'm I'm curious how a guy like that decides. Who he's gonna uh, do an impression of, and then how, you know, how does he train for that? Yeah. How does he practice that? So it'll be interesting to talk to Mr. Rosen. Yeah. Uh, I think it's gonna be a, that's that's gonna be a lot of fun. He's probably got like a little 
like skit where he goes through all a bunch of his different impressions. We should just probably ask him how you're doing and then just let him go and not talk. Well, I <laughs> I told him ahead of time. I'm like, so your Skip Bayless impression because it's his best one, and I told him you got to talk about LeBron James, got to talk about Russell Westbrook signing with the Clippers. We got to ask about uh, you got to talk about Micah Parsons criticizing NBA players for load management. Buddy, if you're gonna have a guy that can do a really good Skip Bayless impression, how do you not have him uh, talk about Khalil Tate? How do you oh, not man. have? Oh, you still got time. A little texty text. <laughs> a little texty text. <laughs> Mister October. Yeah. Yeah. What else we got today? Uh, I'm very excited uh, to have uh, Jabari Davis from My Heart Media Excellent. come on the show. Uh, talk about the NBA and at 5:25, Arizona baseball head coach Chip Hale. Is nice, calling in. Nice. So it's going to be a great show. Everything um, on you just rang. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a Did you have an opportunity to talk about how much the NBA All Stars uh, game sucks? It does. Yesterday. I did. Yeah. It does. It does. Well, Saturday, I was at McHale Center, so I didn't get a chance to to watch the NBA dunk contest. Uh, really happy for Mac McClung, and I, I say that I'm really happy for him because knowing his career and how it's been up to this point. Like, no NBA team is just going to go up to Mac McClellan and be like, ooh, you won the dunk contest. Let's uh, sign you to a full-time contract. Mac McClung has been a two-way player for the most part. Um, he's had a, his cup of coffee in the NBA. Like, he played for the Lakers for a little bit. But most of the time, he's been in the G League. And I think that with his career and the way it's going, having that feather in your cap saying that I won the NBA dunk contest, I will go – in NBA history books, I think that's really cool for him. With that being said, why is it taking a G Leaguer to come out and put up an impressive performance in the dunk contest? It's cool for the G League. It puts you know some eyes on the G League, but people tune into the dunk contest to watch the who's who in the NBA. Like People were excited to watch Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, not only because they were high flyers, but because Aaron Gordon, first-round pick, Zach Levine, also one of the top guards in the NBA. So people were excited to watch that dunk contest. I looked at the the other names on that list. It was like Jericho Sims. Weren't they all G-leaguers? I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah. I mean, remember a, a couple days ago I texted you the 1985 dunk contest? Yeah. I mean, that was Jordan, Dominique, uh, Daryl Griffith, Larry Nance. Um, I mean, it was, incredible. it was an incredible array of guys. I mean... And now you look at where it's gone, and it's like, eh. Yeah. And then the the, the draft system, where, where they pick players and pick a team, yeah. I think is is pretty cool. But well, let's just, Can we just have East versus West? Yeah. And winner takes all? Yeah. But it's like 185 to 160 is the final score. It's just it's not an enjoyable product. And that's why this year's ratings were at an all-time low. Do you see that? No. I yeah, just, nobody I watched saw the a picture of... Uh, Eight guys standing on one side of the court with their arms crossed and just watching two guys go one-on-one. Yeah. Real quick, uh, before we go to top three headlines, uh, let's uh, go to the phone lines. If you want to call into the show, by the way, 719-1490 is that phone number, 719-1490. Hey, by the way, uh, Matthew Martin is going to be in the house here today. Newly engaged, Matthew Martin. Newly engaged. Our our former uh, producer and call screener, he is now newly engaged, and I owe him a sandwich You do for the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles going to the Super Bowl. He also just had a kid. Isn't yeah. crazy? What a year for him. Yeah, seriously. I mean, he's engaged. He has a kid. He's watching all of his teams in Philadelphia lose at title <laughs> games. 
I mean, amazing. It's <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. uh, Matthew Martin. Hope to see you soon, my friend. Can't wait to uh, give you that sandwich. I, I got to pay my debts for sure. <laughs> All right, uh, as always, Spears and Ali presented by. Tucson Federal Credit Union and the Volpe team at Nova Home Loans. All right, before we go to top three headlines, Matthew Martin joining us. Matt, hope all is well. Can't wait to give you that sandwich. What do you got for us? <laughs> What's up, man? I just want to say real quick, Mac McClung winning the dunk contest is a sign. Sixers to win the NBA Finals in five. Oh, in five? <laughs> oh, I don't know about hey. five. Wow. Okay. Well, What's up? well, we'll talk more about that when you get in, because uh, I don't <laughs> think the Sixers. Now, I do. I will say this. I wouldn't be surprised if the Sixers find themselves in the NBA Finals, but they got to get through Boston. They also have to get through Milwaukee. Um, Boston ain't got a big man to contain Joe. Yeah, so that's a wrap. Hey, so just we got that. <laughs> just uh, asking for a friend. But Doc Rivers still the coach of the Sixers? Oh, here you go, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, all right, that's all I got. I will get into the top three. I'm listening right now, hey, man. Before um, you I go off, man, with... uh, from us to you directly, congratulations on getting engaged. Yeah, for real. Um, Thank you so and, much. Uh, oh when God. Andrew got engaged, we got a lot of really great advice from our listeners, and I think it boiled down to this. Uh, win the turnover battle and uh, control the line of scrimmage. You're going to have a successful marriage. <laughs> you know, I'm already practicing for when that time comes. I appreciate <laughs> it so much. Thank you, guys. Um, I definitely can't wait to come in and get that sandwich and talk some sports with y'all one of these days, man. It's going to be the best, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, not not like Subway. Nothing against Subway. No, no, no. This no, sandwich no. I, has got to be a premier sandwich. I mean, we're talking – if it doesn't cost more than 20 bucks – then yeah. you went to the wrong place. Nah, nah, scratch it. <laughs> yeah. All right, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, fellas. All right, see you, Matt. Peace, Matt. I like a uh, cheesesteak, triple meat, triple cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't buying, so. All right, let's go to top three headlines heading into today. One. One. Um, Ali, I want to get your take on uh, this, um, this Alabama basketball story. Uh, so the – the, the Crimson Tide, they're playing South Carolina tonight on the road. And Brandon Miller, uh, who is the best player on the team, averaging nearly 20 points per game, uh, eight rebounds per game, he's a standout forward for them. But apparently, but uh, over the last couple days, Brandon Miller has been really under the national microscope because of his involvement in the shooting that uh, took the life of a 23-year-old woman and it got Darius Miles charged with capital murder. Darius Miles plays for the Alabama Crimson Tide basketball team, so he's facing the the legal issues with all this. Now, Brandon Miller, his involvement or his uh, connection to it was that he delivered the gun to Darius Miles. Uh, Darius Miles left it in his car. Brandon Miller then uh, retrieved it and gave it to him. And then his uh, car was in the way of the victim's car. And they kind of like barricaded the, the other car in. And then the Brandon Miller's car eventually took off. So people are wondering his involvement. He didn't face any charges. He's, he, he's not charged with anything. But, you know, my issue, Ali, is that, you know, you have a guy who's connected to this case. He's not charged with anything. However, when you look at the the facts, the details that we know right now, how can you justify putting that guy on the court? 
How can you justify playing him? And then Nate Oates being the men's basketball coach saying, I think he was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, you can't, you, to me, you just can't really say that. And I get like we all make mistakes when we're, we're, uh, when we're really young. You know, Brandon Miller is a young man. And I think about, you know, what I did when I was that age. Um, I do know this. If I was in his position at that age and a friend of mine, especially like a teammate, says, hey, bring me my gun. I left it in your back seat. It's like, why do, you, why do you need your gun right now? I mean, why is it so urgent that you need it right now? Right. <clears throat> you know? Did Darius Miles uh, actually uh, being – is he accused of pulling the trigger? Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So so how do I feel about it? I mean, I, I'm always in these kinds of things. Like, I want all the facts to come out. I don't want to rush to judgment. Um, <clears throat> the fact that he hasn't been charged says something to me. But at the same time, it is a little weird that it's not on the front page of ESPN. Yeah. Right? If you go into college basketball and go to the news, it's there. And, you know, ES, it should be ESECPN, right? Because it's the SEC network. So, yeah, I mean, I understand, you know, maybe we should sit him down until more facts come out. And intent matters. Yes. Why, you know, it's like, what did he know and when did he know it? Yeah. And until that comes out, then, yeah, I can I can definitely see the questioning of why he's on the court. Yeah. It's because he's really good. That's the answer. Well, and that's my issue. If he was a walk-on, oh, no, it'd be... he, would, he would be removed from the team immediately. As soon as Nate Oates heard about it, and then they then they say that uh, wasn't Brandon Miller like out because of like an ankle injury or something like that, like right when the inj- right when the, the whole incident happened. Well, this happened like three weeks ago. Yeah, right? and it's just coming out to light now. Yeah. So this has obviously been something that they've tried to keep a lid on, and and they uh, try to cover up, and they try to cover up, which is. It's, <clears throat> I mean, look, man. Which is terrible because as as an institution like Alabama, don't you want to get out in front of all of this and kind of do what's right? You do. It's, uh, yeah, I I can I can definitely see the you know I don't like the uh, I don't like uh, cancel culture. I don't like rush to judgment. I don't like people that you know want to crucify somebody without knowing all the facts. But I think until you get a little bit more information out. Probably yeah. the best, probably the best thing for the young man yeah. is to sit out for a little bit. Absolutely, because that game tonight in South Carolina, oof, he's he, if he's on the court, man, he's really gonna get it. I'll tell you that. Yeah, we'll see. All right, um, let's go to headline number two. Two, two. two. So the uh, latest rumors in the Pac-12 realignment update, Ali, is that the conference <clears throat> is uh, maybe looking into partnering up with Apple TV. Apple TV is one of the top streaming services in the entire world, and I think that Apple TV would actually be a, a win for the Pac-12. You think if going like 100% on Apple TV? 100% on Apple TV? <clears throat> no. Yeah. You, but but it <clears throat> seems like this is the last chance for the Pac-12 because what's what's Amazon doing? Like they, I know the Pac-12 has always wanted to do streaming. But you can't just do streaming. Like you have to get in with the Foxes, with the ESPNs, and all these big networks. And it looks like the Pac-12's only hope is Apple TV and maybe another streaming service. Look, man, I I I, I hold the same regard for the Pac-10, Pac-12 as most people that have even an iota of nice nostalgia. And I get that. 
But I cannot, if you just put things on paper, I cannot for the life of me see how it's not better for the Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and uh, Colorado to go to Big 12. I just, I don't see how it's not better for our institutions. And if, if I don't know anything that's going on behind the scenes, but I think that, I think the Pac-12 is in trouble. And I think uh, getting a TV deal, it, it better happen soon or it's not going to happen at all. And you don't want to be late to the party, which we have been as a conference far too many times. Yeah. And we don't want to be late to the party as an institution being an Arizona guy. Because all it's gonna, cause if Oregon and Washington are like, yeah, we'll stay together, you guys got to pay us more because we're worth more. Yeah. If that has been uttered once, I'd be like, okay, good luck, guys. Yeah. But I, I just think Apple TV, <clears throat> one of the top streaming services, it's somewhat a step in the right direction. Now, you can't just go all in on Apple. It's got to be somewhere else. You know, you gotta, you gotta be, uh, you know, there's gotta be a game of the week on Fox or ESPN. I mean, we, yeah. the Pac-10, Pac-12 for too long has suffered from a lack of, uh, uh, a lack of being shown, yeah, and uh, a lack of uh, eyes on on our games, and that's why this East Coast bias, I think, because they don't, they don't see our teams play on the East Coast. Our games are at midnight East Coast yeah. time, so let's rectify that, and wherever that ends up. That'll be a good step in the direct, a good step in the right direction. All right, let's go to headline number three. Three, three. Ali, today was the official start of the Pac-12 Swimming and Diving Championships. Oh right. And uh, tomorrow is when uh, Delaney Schnell will be doing her thing. I mean, she's obviously been the the Pac-12 Diver of the Year the last couple of years, and this is really her last go around at the University of Arizona. Yeah. Which is incredible. Swimmers are studs, and uh, the amount of time they put in, I, I I lived with and was fraternity brothers with a with a guy that was a swimmer on Juve's uh, swim team. Missed the Olympics. From they practice five o'clock in the morning, and then they practice all day, and then the diet and the the discipline. I mean, my buddy Seth Pepper, if you're out there, I love you. I mean, he missed the Olympics by like point oh three seconds all those years. Wow. Right. And then uh, so those guys are studs, and you know this the sculpted like Greek gods, their bodies from all that work and divers. I, I think it's amazing what they do. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been on top of a platform. Scary. It's scary, man. Yeah. yeah. I jumped off one time feet first. I'm not going to tell you what time of day it was or night. And I'm not going to tell you if I was, it was breaking or and entering or if I was there with permission, rip my boxers right in half. <laughs> <laughs> and they were really good Mickey mouse boxers too. I still lament <laughs> that, that incident. <laughs> Yeah. All right, coming up next on uh, Spears and Ali, we're going to talk to an impressionist, Josh Rosen. Does a great Skip Bayless, does a uh, great Jim Nance, also does a great Chris Broussard. We're going to talk to him about his uh, career and also get him to do some impressions. Stay tuned. More Spears and Ali coming up next. Spears. Justin Spears, I like that. And Ali. I want to be entertaining, but I'm not stupid enough to compare myself to Ali. We'll be right back on 1490 AM ESPN Tucson. Welcome back to Spears and Ali on ESPN Radio. Our our next guest, man, he is he's one of the funniest dudes I've seen on Twitter. Uh, he is Josh Rosen. He's an impressionist. Does a lot of uh, good Skip Bayless. Does a lot of good uh, Chris Broussard, Nick Wright, Michael Rappaport as well. Um, he also impersonates uh, 
our uh, presidents, Joe Biden and uh, Donald Trump, most recently. So. Are you bringing Josh on because you're hoping that he's going to like you enough to do an impression of Spears and Ali at some point? And then he goes on Twitter and people are like, who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. At one point, yeah. we, we could actually say that, hey, we got some guys on Twitter that are impersonating us right now. Give me it's Josh's really cool. number. Maybe we'll do it for your birthday. <laughs> right. See how much I can pay him. Uh, I'll give him some good material, too. <laughs> but Josh joins us here on ESPN Radio. Josh, it's great to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, how's it going out there in Florida, my man? Oh, I've never seen anything quite like it here in South <laughs> Florida. Uh, you know, I am going to work on an impression of both of you guys. Just give me a, a couple months and I'll have it down. Okay, I love it. I love You're it. not going to need a couple months. Just pretend I'm talking and Spears is not listening to anything I'm saying. And then he repeats exactly what I just said. I just gave you a full five Sounds minutes like right there. The, <laughs> Sounds like the relationship between Skip and Shannon. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, Wait so, a minute, does that make me Shannon? Yes. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, Josh, uh, what can you tell us just about you, your background, your career, and how did you know that being an impressionist is something that you really wanted to do? Well, I've been imitating people since I was in uh, probably kindergarten. I used to imitate the teachers and the students in class. And uh, from there, it just kind of kept growing. And I've always been a big sports fan. So one of my one of my first impressions was Marv Albert because I used to watch the NBA on NBC all the time. And, of course, Marv Albert was the iconic voice. And so um, that was probably my first impression. And then once I started doing him, I just kept working on new characters and uh, my, you know, I've been doing sports and politics as my main niche of, of impressions uh, for a while now. Josh, before we get into it and maybe listening to some of those impressions, what's your methodology of like how you choose somebody that you want to, uh, you know, emulate or imitate? And then how do you, what goes into practicing that until you feel like you got it down? So it is a process, um, but I will say whoever I choose to imitate, I have to be very interested in them. It doesn't mean I necessarily agree with them or like them, but I have to be very interested in them because, you know, I spent a lot of hours in the film room, quote unquote, watching, you know, uh, like Skip Bayless, for instance, watching his mannerisms, whoever's the president, I have to study them. And I know a lot of people focus on the voice with the impression, which, of course, is important. But I would say that I try to work on everything else and before I get to the voice. So this way, when I get to the voice, I have all their body mannerisms and, and, and uh, you know, emotions down. And then getting the voice is the part where you just got to practice it over and over again. So in regards to the mannerisms, what is the template for a pundit like Skip Bayless? A lot of heavy breathing and sighing. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got it. <sighs> you know it and I know it. <sighs> I've never seen anything quite like it. <laughs> and then you get all the little catchphrases, and then you slam on the table. You take a, uh, a sheet of paper, at least a dozen, and, and shuffle them on the desk. And, and then if you're really into it like me, you have a... 12 cases of Diet Mountain Dew in the background of all your videos. Yeah, what's the, the story behind the Mountain Dew? That's one thing that I've noticed is that you have so much Mountain Dew on top <laughs> of your refrigerator. Well, if anyone watches the show, Undisputed, Skip and Shannon bet cases of Dew um, on games. And 
is often bragging that he skip is a diet do drinker he drinks he claims he drinks one every single morning to get him going uh so it's sort of like the joke of that he's just piling up all this diet do that he's won from Lashan and sharp over the years betting betting cases of diet do that's awesome <laughs> but you also another interesting thing about you josh is that you bear the same name as nfl draft bust quarterback josh rosen so uh, how many times maybe uh, has someone brought that up to you that you, you have the same name as a quarterback? And have you ever met Josh Rosen in real life? Haven't met that Josh Rosen. Um, I am glad that he didn't become that good, truthfully, because, you know, now I've got a chance to save the name. <laughs> I feel like awesome. I can be the hero for all Josh Rosen. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so the Save Josh the Rosen uh, celebrity dinner, right? You're being honored. Which one of your impressions is doing the toast? Uh, probably Trump. <laughs> <laughs> should we should we get that? Oh yeah. All right. Uh, so Excuse me. go ahead. Excuse me. You know that Josh Rosen is the fake Josh Rosen, just like the fake news. Okay, <laughs> the little Josh Rosen who does the biggest and the best Skip Bayless impression, he's the real Josh Rosen, and nobody loves a Diet Do more than me. Believe me. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's so incredible. Uh, Josh Josh Rosen, impressionist, joining Spears and Ali on ESPN Radio. So, Josh, I noticed that you do uh, you do a lot of responses to tweets, and you do it with Skip Bayless, Nick Wright. So, I'm wondering, how do you like stay on top of Twitter and monitor all these tweets? Well, I started putting Skip's notifications on and Nick Wright, and I just stay ready all the time because it sort of that's how I built the following. As I started doing reply videos, so I literally Skip will tweet something. A lot of Skip's tweets go viral, and I started doing this thing, Skip Speaks the Tweet. So I would put put my myself on camera and just speak his tweet out loud. Um, and then from there, I just kept doing more of them. I started to reply. The, the one that went the most viral was I replied to Russell Westbrook uh, last June. Yeah. And that's the one that got over a million views. Um, so I just kept – I just kind of stay aware all the time on Twitter of who's trending – which athletes trending and what's going on with Skip Bayless and who's tweeting at Skip Bayless because a lot of the athletes like to go at Skip Bayless now. So mm -hmm. um, I stay on top of all that. All right, so let's get into the impressions. Uh, let's start off with the uh, most popular one, Skip Bayless. So uh, let's do Skip Bayless uh, weighs in on LeBron James passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time scoring record. In the end, you know it and I know it, Mr. Spears. That guy won. LeBrick James only passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because, I don't know, he played like a thousand more games. In the end, LeBrick James is still not that guy, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. He doesn't have the gut, the clutch gene, the backbone. I've never seen anything quite like it. He's just not that guy. I'm not impressed. <laughs> All right, let's do um, let's do Russell Westbrook signing with the L.A. Clippers. This is one of the worst 
signings I can ever remember. Are you kidding me? I've never seen anything quite like it. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is a turnover disaster. Trust me when I tell you this. He will ruin the Clippers' chances. They've got no shot now with that guy. He is like T.O., Team Obliterator. All right, now let's do LeBron James calling Damian Lillard an aging veteran. In the end, LeBald James, as I like to call him, because I don't know, he's losing his hair, shouldn't be calling anyone an aging veteran, especially when he's 38 years old but doesn't play any defense. In the end, Dame Dalla is more like an age dollar, but still a more clutch dollar than that guy won LeBrick James. <laughs> okay. Hey Josh, when you're in when you're in a role, do you can you go back and forth between two of the imitations you do, or do you have to stay in the one role? I can, yeah, no, I can. If some like when I do the reply videos, I'll react just as the one person. But I, but I've done some videos with like Nick Wright and Broussard going back and forth. All right, well, let's. Uh, speaking of Chris Broussard, give us your best Chris Broussard impression. Hey, but look, facts over feelings. Justin Spears, he just ain't that guy. Come on, Wild. Oh my goodness, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, um, all right. How about this? Uh, let's do uh, Nick Wright as well. Hold on a minute, buddy. The idea that you would say Patrick Mahomes is anything but the greatest NFL player in the history of all sports—that is egregious, absurd, and an abomination. Hold on a minute, bro. I'm trying to prove a point right here. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're actually running out of time here, Josh. Uh, so one last one. Let's do Jim Nance on having lunch with Tiger Woods at the Masters. Hello, friends. I'm going to say it was a majestic and angelic lunch with Tiger Woods, a tradition unlike any other. I looked into his eyes and the grilled cheese sandwich that he was holding in his hand, and it reminded me of... The 16th hole at Augusta, a grilled cheese tradition unlike any other with Tiger Woods. Hello, friends. <laughs> Josh Rosen, impressionist, joining Spears and Ali on ESPN Radio. Uh, if you're a sports fan and you know all these pundits that he did, you have to follow him on Twitter at Josh Impressions. It's un- unbelievable. And you can find his website, joshrosenimpressions.com, there as well. Josh, you the man. Thank you so much for your time. One of the funniest dudes I follow on Twitter. And you, you have a tremendous career ahead of you. Thank you as always. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Yes. You're the best, Josh. Thank you. Starks for three. Yes. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. uh, Don't go anywhere. More Spears and Ali coming up next. There's, believe it or not, there's pillow fighting championships. And, like, they're actually in the octagon, Mm -hmm. like, smashing pillows against each other and doing it pretty hard, too. So, got me thinking if there are things in life that should be considered a sport, shopping at Costco the day before a holiday. That should be a sport. I think they had a TV show about that one. No, it's a movie. It's called The Hunger Games. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, welcome back to Spears and Ali on ESPN Tucson. Our phone lines are open, 719-1490, 719-1490. You could definitely tell Andrew wanted to play that song. Yeah, man. What do you did you get it out of your system? Probably. Who was that? Sleep Token? Yes. That's that's a that's a band or something that you use at Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, let's go to the phone line. 719-1490-719-1490. If you want to call in and talk about whatever it is that's on your mind, our phone lines are open. And it looks like we got Willis joining us talking uh, Alabama basketball and also golf. What's up, Willis? Hey. So um, I looked it up, and I thought it was true. But anybody who removes a cactus, a saguaro cactus in the state of Arizona without a permit is uh, could get 25 years in prison and a hefty fine. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I don't know what they did, if they got a permit or what they did with the saguaros up there or, you know, I mean, here for the Color Guard or... No, it's so, not the Color Guard. Um, it's, for, it's for Live Golf Tour at the, live at the gallery. Live Golf Tour, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... You know, unless they're paying a lot of money to the state of Arizona, I have no idea. But um, so that's on that. And as far as the Alabama thing, uh, far as I've ever known, that uh, something like that is an accessory to a murder or accessory to a crime. Now, I don't know. I mean, I listened to a little bit of it earlier to where they were saying um, – because he didn't touch the gun or anything else, they got it out of his trunk or wherever it was. And he, you know, was it Miller? I guess. Yeah, Brandon Miller. Yeah. So I guess since he didn't touch it, you know, when he, they took it out of the trunk or wherever it was, that he's not responsible for any of it. Which I think that's a bunch of hooey. Yeah. Because just be, just because you didn't actually touch the gun, you still in a way, delivered the gun to the guy who then used it in the murder. So He actually knew what was going on, because you can't tell me in the text, you know, the guy's not going to say, you know, they, they had to have talked about this and, you know, previous. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you, you know, and what what is he doing having a gun on campus? Um, I mean, I don't know if there are rules down there or, you know, Whatever works for Alabama, the Crimson Tide is okay with the state. You know, I'm not sure, but uh, it just seems that uh, to me that they're kind of letting it slide because they got a they got a real uh, highly ranked uh, team. Exactly. I mean, that's just my opinion. No, and I think that's true. Yeah, no, it's you're absolutely right. And if this guy was, let's say, a walk on, or let's say the the ninth man off the bench for Alabama. Nate Oates, whoever's in charge over there at Alabama, they have no problem removing this guy from the team. Now, I'm not saying, oh, this guy should be charged, blah, blah, blah. Like, people who are more qualified than me will determine if Brandon Miller should be charged or not. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm looking at the the case right now, and you look at his involvement in some shape or form, and then you're just going to roll him out there, and he's just going to keep playing basketball, and you guys are going to pretend like nothing ever happened. To me, it just seems... It just seems so. Not right. It's not right. You're right, it, and it seems very selfish, and it's it's not really. Uh, it's very tasteless because if this guy was a walk-on, he would be removed. But since he's the best player on one of the best teams in the country, you can't mess up the title chances. 
you can't you can't mess up your your chance at getting a national championship. So I think that's why he's continuing to play. But I hear some dogs in the background, Willis. I think you got to go feed them. <laughs> no, that's uh, there's something outside that they're barking at. So, but um, yeah, no, I, it's just it's disturbing and and. Um, you know, Burns got out of here when there was a bunch of trouble going on. So what's he going to do now that he's in Alabama? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, you know, if they're saying that we have to wait till the investigation, then you suspend him until the investigation is over and then bring him back. Yep. If he's absolutely if he's found not guilty or whatever. So I absolutely just, pretty much just sucks. I mean, there's a girl's life that is no longer and um, there's a kid playing basketball. Yep. I, I I can't I can't correlate those two together in my head. I it's I yeah. upsetting. Yeah. It's very upsetting. Is, yeah. So all right, guys, that's that's kind of all I had. Thank you, Willis. Appreciate your phone calls as always. Keep them coming. All right, if you want to weigh in on this uh, whole situation, seven one nine fourteen ninety is that phone number. Seven one nine one four nine zero. Coming up in. Uh, the 4 o'clock hour, by the way, we got Jabari Davis going to talk some NBA. And then at 525, uh, Chip Hale, uh, Arizona baseball head coach, will be calling in at 525. And then uh, I'm very excited at the, the top of the 5 o'clock hour, Ali, because uh, we didn't get a chance to do this yesterday. But if you were to create an all-time Arizona versus ASU lineup, hmm. top ASU players, top Arizona players that you Men's choose basketball. from. Men's basketball. Who are you choosing? We're going to uh, talk about that at the uh, the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, but let's go back to the phone lines. We're talking uh, what happened with the University of Alabama basketball program. Uh, if you want to call in, 719-1490 is that phone number, 719-1490. And uh, looks like a guy who goes by the name of The Godfather is joining us <laughs> online, too. What's up, Godfather? Hey, Ali. Nice to talk to you again. You know who I am. We, you dubbed me that name. In the golf tournament last year. You are the godfather. Don Corleone, how are you, right. my friend? <laughs> yeah, good. How's it going, man? Good. So, quick, quick, quick thing about the Alabama thing. And, you know, so the guy calls and tells him to bring his gun. That's all premeditated. They all knew what was going on. That was all preset. I'm going to call you and tell you, hey, at this time, hey, if something goes down or whatever, you know, I'm going to call you and tell you to bring the gun. And to block him off in the parking lot, it all had to be known beforehand what was going to go down way before that phone call. Because you got to be smarter than that just to bring a gun. Yeah. That's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And is Alabama above all that? Probably. Because there was a time in the Sean Miller days, and you probably will be back for well, a few years back, when a player got suspended and was never really released. Why? And nobody said nothing about it. But that player never played again, and we never saw him again. Yeah. And, I, and if you you know what I'm talking about. So, you know, the SEC and Alabama isn't above the law, and they shouldn't be, and there's no reason why this guy should not be playing ever again Absolutely. in Alabama basketball. Absolutely. Now, as far as the, the, the car getting in the way uh, of the other car, kind of like barricaded it, Apparently that wasn't really intentional. Uh, that's what they're trying to make the case for, but we'll yeah, we'll see. Exactly. The, the the facts have to be revealed at some point. But right now, 
you know, Brandon Miller, he's involved in this case, right? Even if he yeah. didn't, even if he didn't touch the gun, even if he didn't know that this was going to happen, he's still involved in some shape or form. And he has to be, he has to know better that when a teammate or a friend of yours is asking for a gun, well, why do you, yeah. why is it so urgent that you absolutely need this gun right now? Why can't I just exactly. give it to you tomorrow? Or why can't you just come pick it up for me? Why do I have to deliver it to you? And then his involvement, I think, should warrant a suspension until further notice. I'm not saying that you know he should be charged, but rolling that guy out there on the court, that is just so shameful, and I feel honestly so oh, bad yeah. for the victim's family. Yeah, and, and it's horrible, and, and it's something that shouldn't happen. You know, and I can't believe that Alabama is doing what they're – probably going to do, you know, and I know it because it's more important basketball and championships, you know, basketball team, but yeah, you got to think about the family, you got to think about everything else, and, and to me, it's just it's egregious, it's horrible. Absolutely. Absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. Godfather, your phone call was <laughs> chef's kiss. Thank you for calling in, my man. You got it, brother. Thanks. I'll see you later. And then, you know, the the optics of it, right? I mean, so this incident happened, what, three and a half weeks ago, yeah. the shooting? And then since that time, uh, they've kind of kept under wraps Brandon Miller's involvement, whatever it was. And uh, and Nate Oates signed a contract extension. Yeah. That was uh, February 4th. Two years, $5 million each with escalators. I don't know, man. It's To me, intent matters, and you, you're asking the right questions, and, and there's no way the investigation is complete into this matter by law enforcement, and there's no, it's going to a grand jury, and there's no, there's no way that we know who's ultimately going to maybe charged as an accessory later on. But, man, there's the law, and then there's the Dean of Sto- Students Code of Conduct, and they are two wholly different things. The Dean of Students Code of Conduct is more draconian than the law. Yeah. And, you know, I know for a fact that if, you know, a student athlete is just accused of something, they might not play again. But you have a player at Alabama that, without knowing the intent of why he gave this gun to his teammate, is still playing? Just, I don't know. Just something doesn't match up to me. And again, you have to wonder... If this guy wasn't the best player on arguably the best team in the country... You don't have to wonder. We know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up next on uh, Spears and Ali, if you want to weigh in on this situation, 719-1490 is the phone number, 719-1490. We're taking phone calls, plus we're also talking Arizona basketball coming up next. Spears. Justin Spears, I like that. And Ali. I want to be entertaining, but I'm not stupid enough to compare myself to Ali. We'll be right back on 1490 AM ESPN Tucson. Coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, in about 10 minutes or so, uh, we will be giving away a pair of digital tickets to the Tucson Craft Beer Crawl. Mm. These are digital tickets for the event that's going down this Saturday in downtown Tucson. The Tucson Craft Beer Crawl is presented by Tucson Foodie. So if you want tickets for this, uh, we will be giving away a pair at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. It's actually going to be a really busy Saturday uh, because uh, the U of A women's basketball team, they're on the road this week, but they play on Thursday, Saturday. Normally they're Friday, uh, Sunday, but they'll be playing uh, Oregon on Thursday and then they'll be ending the regular season on Saturday against former Wildcat Ben Duyaney and the Oregon State Beavers. Uh, and that game is the, – the game on Saturday is at 1 p.m. 
Arizona's men's basketball, they're playing ASU at noon. So you got noon, one, you're going to have both basketball games going on at the same time. It's pretty cool. And if you uh, want to, you can get these tickets and go to downtown Tucson and have fun at the bar crawl and then go watch the game itself. It's pretty cool. Why would you not? I mean, uh, so much fun. And downtown Tucson, man, I mean, for those of us that have been around for a while, I mean, what a what a metamorphosis uh, that's taken place in downtown Tucson and how beautiful it is and how much uh, business has expanded. And, you know, good job to my friends at Rio Nuevo for helping make that happen. Uh, downtown Tucson is just great. It's the best it's ever been, and it's only getting better. It went from the the shady wig shop to just awesome businesses booming, a lot of restaurants, a lot of nightlife. Yeah, no more wigoramas. Yeah. It's never open. But has a bunch of wigs. Front. Front? Front. Speaking they of. They dealing dope out of that? Speaking of the Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you sold uh, 5,000 uh, wigs last week. That's pretty good. But you never opened your doors. Yeah. I know. Are you, Always closed. Are you a wig shop or a laundromat? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you're cleaning some money. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, in my opinion, allegedly, in case that person is still around and wants to sue me for defama- defamation, I'm using my opinion and allegedly. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I, Brett Favre. I, I'll never. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'll never forget. Like I remember walking by that all the time as a kid. Yeah. And it, the doors were never open. Never. And I never understood why. And Justin needed that wig. But I, I worked downtown for another firm 15 years ago, and I left, and I said, I and to start our, my firm with Tim uh, Metcalf, and I, I said, I am never coming back here. And look, now we 15 years later, we're back, and I'm so never say never. And wow. Be, and it's not because I changed my mind. It's because some really dedicated uh, people in our community making it a better place have made downtown Tucson a better place. And look, if you go to the pub crawl, it's not to be taken literally. Drink responsibly. We're not actually asking you to drink so much beer that you end up crawling. So You are hitting uh, 10 bars, though. Yeah, drink responsibly. Yeah. Uber. Uber. Just pay for Uber. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber and drink responsibly. And And I'm not calling you an alcoholic out there. I'm just saying allegedly and in my opinion. Well, the weather, <laughs> the weather's going to be great, though. I mean, shoot, how it's been the last couple of days. I know oh, the wind has been a little nasty, but I think it's going to clear up by this afternoon or by this weekend. It's all happening now because we're going to have a great weekend, and then next week we're going to have the Collegar Classic. The weather's going to be beautiful. Spears and Ali will be on site Thursday and Friday. At yeah, the, we will. Come come to the Collegar Classic. Get your tickets now and uh, come see Spears and Ali perform their last afternoon shows. It's going to be insane. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. Coming up next, we're giving away a pair of digital tickets to the Tucson Craft Beer Crawl. Plus, we're also talking NFL offseason headlines.